Yep. Political analyst and Tigilolo Breakfast joins us on the line now for some perspective. Good morning. Absolute pleasure. What informs a reshuffle? I mean, let's start there. Well, uh, Chapter 5 of the Constitution um, makes a constitutional provision for the president to chop and change um, the members of the executive. But, and it's a big but, it must be noted that in as much as the president does have those prerogative powers to chop and change his team, those powers are meant to be exercised in pursuit of national interest or in pursuit of the promotion of development, not in pursuit of uh, factionalism, in pursuit of uh, political uh, expediency. Hmm. It's interesting you mentioned that, Zigelelo, because we've all seen in the past how politics has played a massive role um, in appointment of certain ministers. Um, so, I mean, is there any guarantee of what you speak of? Well, your guess is uh, as good as mine. Um, suffice to say, there have been ministers that uh, have not been uh, performing, mm. who don't have a track record of getting the job done. Mm. A case in point is the Minister of Higher Education, um, during the fees must fall, um, those uh, protests, they broke out during his uh, reign. Mm. Uh, I don't think that he managed them well, mm. uh, but he was included. Why? Because he is aligned to the president. The same goes to the minister who held the position of, uh, I think, uh, the Ministry of uh, uh, Police. Uh, the issue of uh, Margana. Um, broke out during his time. Mm. I don't think that he dealt with that uh, very well. But he was also included. Why? Because the president wanted to strike a balance in terms of having uh, members of both uh, factions in his uh, executive. So so, so there are politics uh, at play. Let's talk about this point of performance. I mean, what measure is used to work out which minister is performing and which one isn't? Look, um, the, the, the... the Constitution doesn't say that you have to have a, a degree in order for you to be uh, a minister um, or not, uh, because there is a difference, in my opinion, between employment and uh, deployment. That's why those ministers, they can't take uh, the president to a CCMA uh, or anything um, uh, of the sort. Mm. Uh, so that is a deployment. It's like, you know, fat and set. Uh, depending on the preference of the head of a, a, a state. Mm. The other thing is how, you know, the president would play it in terms of the size of the cabinet. I know there's been massive discussions around that, some ministries being done away with and certain yes, state-owned yes, yes, entities yes. being thrown under various ministries. Yes. I mean, what do you see happening and, and what do you think is, is the best thing to do going forward? Look, that is a very, very um, good point that you've made uh, because government has been affected by a uh, budget uh, a deficit, meaning that we are spending more than what we have. Uh, we are borrowing a lot of money. Um, so we are trying to settle our uh, debt with uh, multilateral uh, institutions, IMF, uh, and so on. So government is uh, under pressure in terms of uh, reducing uh, its uh, expenditure. So mm. I think they might let go of certain uh, departments and so on in order for them to, to pay back the money that they, they owe. Mm. And ultimately, who does the reshuffle benefit? 
it should benefit the citizens. Like I said, I mean, those powers are meant to be exercised in pursuit of national uh, interest. Mm.